horror, no less than the charm of real life, consists precisely in the recurrent actualization of the inconceivable. Aldous Huxley Hey, 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 wordsmiths. Good day. As my first, I thought it best to do an introductory episode of sorts, hence the title Prologue. Uh, I was also thinking to start off the episodes with a quote, as you might have already heard. Well, did already hear. But uh, yeah, I, I tend to collect quotes. Actually, I'm a collector of many things, but quotes is definitely among the things that I um, collect or hoard, however you want to say it. Um, I just feel like they have... They can not only inspire, but can even shift a whole perspective. Um, It's actually quite extraordinary if you think about it, how one sentence, one phrase can have this mysteriously magical power that can invoke a deeper level of thought and or epiphany. So, um, yeah, you know, starting off episodes with coats. Quotes, not coats, Josie. Uh, just seems like a good idea, at least for now. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. If you're wondering why today's chosen quotes theme is horror, wow, that was a mouthful. Um, well, the answer is actually quite simple. The project, or the first project that I'll be focusing on in this podcast, is a cosmic horror novella, with a strong emphasis on themes of isolation and good old paranoia. But first, a little about little old me. I've been writing for about, hmm, well, let's just say over 20 years. And before it's asked, no, I haven't published anything yet. Uh, The thing is, when I started writing, it was as a more detailed and creative outlet from role-playing. So when I was 16, I discovered what was Yahoo Groups back then, and that should definitely uh, put a date on me, uh, if anyone knows or remembers Yahoo Groups. Um, And these were sites in which people came together with their characters and indulged in interactive writing, or post-by-post based RPing. So writing then, and for a very long time after, was barely anything more than a hobby. I'd, of course, like to say that I had such a knack for it, a prodigy from the get-go. But I'm, in fact, a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades and master of absolute none kind of gal. However, just as with about anything in life, you do something with enough practice and you start getting good at it. And then really good. But being good, having that talent, that's only one quarter of the equation. And that's a truth that I learned the long and hard way. Um, No innuendo intended. Okay, just a little. Now, while I haven't published anything yet, the key word being yet, I have been commissioned for scripts, one of which was a feature-length historical sci-fi movie and the other a historical miniseries. And yes, these were paid commissions. There's also a short film called Ben, for which my good friend Joe asked me to help her with, and she does credit me as a co-writer. 
Now I know what became of Ben, because my talented Joe produced and directed it herself. As for the other two commissions, to my knowledge, uh, nothing has been done with them. It's hard to say for sure, because I haven't, I haven't had contact with the lady who hired me in quite a while. Um, although I would hope that if something did come of them, that uh, she would reach out, especially considering there is a contract. But um, yeah, it's just uh, hard to say. Also, if it's because of the, you know, the scripts themselves, you know, the caliber of the writing, i.e. moi. Or if it's uh, some other factor that's beyond my purview. There is, however, one valuable lesson and experience gained from that work, and that was dealing and circumventing with writer's block. Being on the clock and money on the line. I can tell you they're very effective motivators. So writing for myself, the immediate results may not be as powerful, but hey, something is better than nothing. And if you're wondering the method I apply to this problem, I'll tell you, but you're probably not going to believe this. The method I used was writing. <laughs> no, seriously. I know it sounds like I'm pulling your leg, but it's as simple and true as it gets. At the time when I was going through it, I looked at various articles and videos on all the different strategies on offer in the nets. And honestly, the one that worked out for me in the end was just sitting down and forcing myself to write. That is, in fact, what worked best for me. Now, I'm not saying the result of this was a Hugo Award-worthy chapter. Hell, it was far from it. No, but the important thing was to get started. Because once you have, you eventually get going. I would definitely like to go more in depth with this. Um, but that's not really what this prologue is about. But do expect it for a future episode. So, the short and the long of it is, coming to realization of what feels like too late in my life, that I am a storyteller first and foremost. Since I can remember, there was a story to practically everything that I played with or in. My Barbies never just went to the mall or a date. They went on adventures that involved, that involved not involved, drama and action. Uh, one of my biggest influences at the time being Indiana Jones and assassin spy movies. Like, I got into it enough to build scenery, temples and all. Oh, and superheroes, of course. My favorite haven't been X-Men and Batman. Well, actually, still are. But as many as you might relate to, sometimes the task of following your calling can be daunting and frightening. And I'll admit it, downright self-discouraging. When that little negative Nelly not only plants a sea of doubt but drowns them seeds in miracle grow. We ourselves are often the greatest obstacle to overcome. Hence the purpose of this podcast. It's not just as a journal of sorts to record the sometimes, <clears throat> let's be honest, often painful and yet richly rewarding process of turning a calling into a career. Or at least for myself, the very least the most exciting footnote in my life's log. 
but I hope as a comfort to some that know you are in fact not alone. And for those who have no wordsmith's aspirations, but enjoy peeling back the curtain into the creative process, know that there's much you can also take from it. There are some lessons and wisdom that can travel across many fields and many walks of life. With that said, I would like to take a moment to thank you so very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me warble. Warble. <laughs> That's such a funny word. And know that I appreciate it as much as I miss French fries. Which, let me tell you, it's a whole lot. Now, the same way that I have in mind to start off the episodes with quotes, I was advised to do a feature by the end of it. And I'm thinking maybe word of the day or of the week or yeah, something like that. And I guess today's word will be warble. <laughs> I don't have the definition at hand, unfortunately. Um, but my challenge to you is finding a way to use that word in a conversation. <laughs> and good luck. Until then, stay safe and keep wordsmithing on. <laughs>